Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, the scripture this morning is one that I imagine that you all know. Is it up there yet? Okay. It's, uh, let's read it together. Then immediately came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. I can just imagine Peter saying, seven times? I mean, thinking that's really an exaggeration. But Jesus wants us to forgive even more than that. What are some of the scriptures in the gospel, some of Jesus' teachings about forgiveness? What are some of the stories? Prodigal son is certainly very, very familiar. What are some others? Forgive if you expect God to forgive you. Yes, if you expect God to forgive you. The woman caught in adultery. Let the one who is sinless cast the first stone. Judah. Judas, yes. There are many, many stories. It's central to who Jesus was, the stories that he gave us, the teachings that he gave us is this topic of forgiveness. And it's a way to get close to the heart of God, too, I believe. I'd like to tell you about an experience I had um, for several years working or volunteering at the uh, women's prison in Raleigh the North Carolina Criminal Institution for Women. It's a medium security and maximum security prison. There are about 1,200 women there. And um, there's everything from death row to those that are in for about 20 years. Most of those have killed their abuser, which is a whole topic unto itself. But um, the program that I've been a part of is called Kairos. It means God's time, and um, it's like the walk to Emmaus, if you're familiar with that. Well, the program is very structured. The women apply to be part of it. They're usually on a waiting list. It's given about three times a year, usually. It's very intense. It's from Thursday to Sunday night. On Thursday, when the women first come in, they are really uptight. There's a lot of gestures like this and not really looking at us and sternness, not, not any kind of smiles or anything like that. That's how they come in. But as they begin to go through this process of the talks and the activities and hearing about God's love, which they cannot believe, they've never really had anybody love them who didn't want something from them. So, um, we spend a lot of time on grace, that it's unearned love of God. And then on Saturday morning, they're each given a piece of paper. It it's, looks like it's unusual paper, but it's white, and they're each given it and a pencil. And they're to write on this piece of paper who they need to forgive, as well as if they want to themselves. And that whole day is spent on God's grace, amazing grace. You really, really loved. Can't believe it. Well, because I'm a pastor, I can do what's called confessions. I mean, they're not what the Catholic, I don't know where this word came from, but uh, what the idea of it is, is just a pastor and an inmate 
go to a quiet place. They have, we have to be somewhere where a guard can see us so that we're safe, but, uh, and the women share what they need to share. This is the most difficult time for me because they share just horrifying experiences of how they were raised. Um, one told about how her mother taught her to inject drugs into the mother when the mother couldn't do it for herself. And then, of course, she did it for herself. Then the inmate did that for herself later. Um, there was one, a lot of them about, they tell about how their friends, their friends that they sh were sure were going to be with them forever, betrayed them and told on them or whatever they did. They don't get into the details. In fact, most all of them seem to think they're innocent of their crime. And pretty soon the judge is gonna, pretty soon the lawyers, whatever. But I don't want I don't get into that with them. The thing is they want to talk about the pain of having friends betray them and talk about how much it hurts. They've hurt themselves. How disappointed they are in themselves. How can God forgive them? So this I know is going on and it's it's a big deal. So they start writing from Saturday morning on this piece of paper. Then periodically we say, would anybody need more paper? And several of them need more paper. They write on both sides of the paper. They have all these people they need to forgive. And then Saturday night we have a worship service on forgiveness. And um, it's very moving, but it's, it, uh, we preach about uh, the prodigal daughter and we encourage them that if they'd like to, they can see this paper, which is treated paper that disappears in water, that they can um, give their sins to God, ask to be healed, ask to be forgiven. And so freely they make a line and freely they come forward and usually at the front there's two big, what looks like punch bowls of water and if they're ready and if they want to, and you can tell some kind of struggle with this, they put it in the water. And then we stir the water and the paper disappears. And they see that all of those grudges and all that shame and all that stuff they've been carrying around is gone. And then there's a lot of joy. And a lot of, I mean, these women that have been so stern are suddenly just can't believe it. They feel like their burdens are lifted and they understand, I believe, they start to experience grace. And then one of the things that's part of the program, before they go back to their, what they call their dorms that night, they are each given a bag, a plastic bag of a dozen homemade chocolate chip cookies. That bag is not for them. They are to give it to someone that they're in unforgiveness with. So now they've received God's grace and now they are to give and to act out that, the, the risk of saying to somebody, I've been kind of angry with you or I've been hurt or whatever. Or sometimes because it's known kind of throughout the uh, big prison that um, this is done every time Kairos comes, that just giving the cookies is a symbol of, um, I want to be in relationship with you again. 
Forgiveness is a central part of Jesus' teaching. I've been reflecting on my years in parish ministry, and if I, and I was thinking about what's the theme of most of the people that said um, that wanted an appointment, wanted to come in and talk, or often people would say, "Can I meet you for lunch?" You know, that seems to be less threatening than saying, "I need counseling." So, um, the theme is forgiveness. People are carrying all this stuff, usually it's old stuff, very old stuff, that they still feel bad about something, that somebody they hurt or something that they could have done that they didn't. And um, so I usually say to them, do you think God forgives you for that? Oh yes, 100%, they always say, oh yeah, God forgives me. Well then who's not forgiving? Oh, it's you, okay, so. Um, when we say that Jesus is Lord, that means more important than anything. So if Jesus forgives us, then we are not higher than Jesus, so we need to forgive as well.